Too. I'm Hayden Moore. Sean Heffernan. Sean Ivory. Connor Vaughan. Alright, so the first thing we're going to be talking about is Dundalk getting taken over by US Investors Peak 6. Uh, any input on that? Um, I think that it's very interesting developments because like, this is could transform the league, the amount of money they could bring in. Who knows now we'll have a, a monopoly sign of players, etc. And if it can get the club regularly to Europe, into the higher echelons, Overall, for the league, it might help develop better interest and make things better. But I do have concerns, obviously, again, with they own a quarter of Bournemouth. And there is ethical things over owning more than one club. But they're in different countries. But still, as happened in the past, where there were teams owned by very, a number of teams owned by investors, they end up playing against each other in Europe. Like Lithuanian team playing against a team from Poland and stuff. And it, yeah. it does create a lot of uh, concerns. Are they known to um, own any other clubs? Yeah, I'd say they are a quarter of Bournemouth. Yeah, anyone else? That's it. <coughs> you got to say that, Connor? No, obviously, because Bournemouth, they, they are not signing few players every transfer window, like, so hopefully that will be the same with Dundalk, because they actually have 100% share in Dundalk now. So they, also own, they own the whole they club. Own the whole club yeah. How have they done in the last few years in the uh, League of Ireland? Have they won Dundalk? Yeah. Um, they've know. been up there, like, they, they've been second to Cork for the past two years. Um, and I think they won it the year before. Was that when Daryl Horgan was there? Was he with them? They did win yeah. it, yeah. Daryl Horgan, Andy Boyle, Ron Finn. Yeah. They all left. Well. And then they've kind of gone downhill since no, then? No, they've been second. Oh, have they? Yeah. Did so they have that win it last year? Cork. Cork won it last year. Yeah, but the previous year to that, I mean, yeah, Tom, yeah. Cork, Cork as well. Oh, yeah, because that's when. <coughs> no, 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 I'm sure, because that's when Daryl Horgan was well, there. No, it's because the dark Oh yeah, yeah, now Dun- yeah, Cork were second to Dundalk, and uh, yeah, was it Dundalk that was in the FAI Cup final against Cork? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, was that the match that we were? Yeah, Dundalk and Sean really got smacked by the ball. I actually have a quote here from the from Peak Six who took right. them over. Um, basically, he said, uh, "We've been following the incredible success of Dundalk FC over the past few seasons." And I've spent months assessing this opportunity, attending games and getting to know this club. Um, that's from the spokesman Jordan Gardner. Um, he said, what Stephen Kenny and the players have accomplished under the stewardship of Andy Connolly and Paul Brown is nothing short of remarkable. Uh, we are excited to take up the reins and help build the club's success. Uh, we, are confident, we are confident that with all of us working together, there will be many more good days and nights ahead for Dundalk. So they're going for a toilet push. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. The question always is though, if, if there were people coming in and treat it as a business and not actually a football club or disconnect with the fans, that leads to problems. Look at Mike Ashley in uh, Newcastle. Newcastle. So that's the thing down the line you wonder now. Are they in it for the love of the game? You know, or the interest to get money. Yeah, because then you have a problem there because if things don't go to plan, they'll suddenly kick out. Suddenly, you've seen in the past the clubs left in, in, in high and dry, and suddenly they owe thousands to the. I don't mean to be bad at it now, but like, if they're in it for the money, why would they buy them dock? Because it's prestige and profile. Well, because you see, to turn their profit, it'd be fairly easy. If they get into Europe, right, given the overheads at the moment, oh, the clubs, okay. and they get, even if, like, to the dock. There's an increase last year in turnover overall in the league already club by 46% right, for 20, sorry, the 2016 season. And that was solely because the dock 
got into the group stage of the Champions League, they alone accounted forty six percent of the overall revenue. It's the league. League, yeah. Yeah, yeah no league. So what it means is that basically, yeah, I wouldn't think that much of them to start turning a profit on the club. Mm. You know what I mean? And then developing players. And hopefully now if plans are, are, are further advanced as they were in the pipeline of having an academy, that's a great thing as well. I'll be able to have homegrown talent. So there are a lot of scope there for them to make money on that. So it just hopes that, yeah, that they do it right in a proper way and that it's structured and that they don't get this thing of sacking a manager after three months like other yeah. investors, quote-unquote, do. And obviously last year they upgraded the, um, the, the pitch as well now, didn't they? Yeah. Put a lot of investment into the team, so yeah, they bought back the stadium too, which is a big, big. They were able to do that because there was question marks. It wasn't that long ago. There was talks that they were going to have to leave the ground because <coughs> they didn't own it, and there was problems with the loans over the ground. But then getting into Europe solved that problem, so they're in, you know they're much more secure footing now than they would have been previous. Can I ask you something? I know this is kind of off topic, but like, is there a problem with League of Ireland holding on to players? Because like, it seems like every single player who has yeah. any talent just goes straight over to England. Yeah, it's because the contract system. Most players are on less than a year contract. Oh, like, right. It's like a 40 week contract, isn't it? Yeah. But also wages. Like, that's it. You've got, I mean, you're looking to the future. All these players, if you're married, you have kids, and some team comes in and says, look, press the North End or whatever, okay, we'll give you three grand a week. But like, what about what your man, like, Food Sully, who moved over to, like, League Two in, like, a relegation battle, like you were saying to me? What's the team that like you joined? Uh, yeah, they're in a relegation battle, aren't they? But again, you see, Bows aren't paying much money. But someone like Barnett can still come in and say, look, we'll give you 500 sterling a week. Or we'll give you 1,000 sterling a week. That's the thing, though. You see, that could still be the case that you're still going to... If they double your wages, you're going to go for it. You know, and that's the thing. And also, he's a young player, so he's thinking that's a window. That's getting me now into England. What age is he, actually? <coughs> Sorry, Sully? Yeah, 20. So you obviously... You lived near him, didn't you? I did, yeah. I grew up around the corner. Yeah, the last in, in the league, in So... I think the natural progression from this series to move on to um, the latest transfers in the League of Ireland. Uh, yeah, so we're obviously talking about Fulcilli. It's unfortunate that he went. I was saddened to see him go because he is like a speed demon on the wing and he's, he was able to curve teams apart. Didn't he play down the middle? He's a centre mid. Centre mid, but he also, but often. Did he go down the wing though? No, but often he will go down the wing. That's the thing that yeah. we often did. Yeah. The only problem was that he used to book up because he was very easily you know, taken off the ball. I was big enough. Although he's stocky, he's just like five foot seven or something. Yeah, but he needs to build up a bit more muscle. That's the thing because he was easy taking off the ball. You look like you want that confirmed with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. But uh, I mean, and then I'm wearing it's a bit strange. I go to Limerick as well. Yeah, it does. So lost a couple of players, haven't he? Yeah. Who? Bows. It did, but they want to got some other players. They've signed yeah, to they've, they've lost a lot of key players. It's obviously on wearing. Yes. He was good. He was out of horror. West Ham when he was younger. Yes. Wearing. Um, but again, the thing about no money is the previous time, a lot of it is just to do with the money situation, not having the money. Now, Philip Gannon's an interesting signing because obviously he played West Brom Utes, then he went to Longford Town, now he's with Bowles. So, and Paddy Cat, and now that's the thing, and we've signed that new chap as well from Coventry. Um, the name escapes me, but that's also a decent signing that could be something out of youth. The interesting thing, though, finally with Bowles to me is the Keane Clark Ireland underage international goalkeeper. Well, they're 16th international. Yeah, I've seen them. The Rovers want them. So it seems to be a tug of war over him. So far, so good. He's sticking around because he'll be a great signer for the future. Bucko. Yeah, he's going to get on back. Who's Bucko? Keith Buckley. Keith Buckley, oh yeah. Tag gone to December. Christmas came a bit late. Santa. He left balls for Bray. Was it last season? Yeah, he had 
said uh, to Neil O'Reilly the son in an interview, said, look, I don't care if Brady get Mourinho, and I'll be 10 grand a month, I want out of here, or 10 grand a week, I want out of here, full stop. So I'm glad he came back. There's some talk that maybe some young players from Bowles will be loaned to Bray because they don't have enough players to be able to actually play in the league at the moment. I'd say they'll bring up a few players from uh, Joseph's as well. St. Joey's? Yeah. Oh, Bray, yeah, they have a thing with them, of course, yeah. So it'll be interesting, I think. What I mean, oh, but, but I think that my concern again is we need another proper recognised striker. What about Zayed? Aaron Zayed? He's a bit older. I still think that, I don't think he deserves up to scratch. I mean, your man Magerson sounds interested, or he's the new guy there. Oh, Tolufton. Tolufton. from Luka. He seems to be, apparently, he's good things said about him. So, who knows? F.O. or Definitely, oh yeah. Kalouf, but uh, we're in a race he wants, that's the only thing yeah. again. We don't have the money to pay top end money, but... Apparently, there was a follow mm. uh, with his club in Jacksonville, according to the League of Ireland transfers. Have him in a heartbeat, so I would. Have him in a heartbeat. Not a bother. It just, it just says it doesn't. It just says um, he's weighing up his options after a follow mm-hmm. with the club, like so. Mm. So that'd be good, yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting. That's actually from that's actually from Neil O'Reilly as well. Yeah, so hopefully that'd be great. If we did sign. The other thing we're talking about transfer is very interesting. Is what Waterford United are doing. I'm just saying that your man has pumped a lot of money to them, and again, it just you wonder again with them how long is that going to last? Because it only seems like not long ago their administration. So they've obviously I mean. Paul Keegan signed for them since we did the last podcast. He's a quality player, played at Doncaster, and he's a great signer, and he's going to do brilliant. Paul Keegan. And um, also, Kenny Brown was getting his game for Cork. That's another interesting signing at defence. That had a bit of steel to them. And I would put them down on paper. Kenny Brown signed for Cork, did he? Yeah, he signed for Waterford, for Cork. On paper, the players they have, they're a dark horse to take a European place. Mm -hmm. Top three. Um, And what about Joey O'Brien? Yeah, um, obviously he's a, he, he played for Ireland a few Far, times. Former West Ham player, yeah. Yeah, um, I think he just he just fell out of favour on West Ham, but his, his quality, like obviously. Where is he? Only old. Thirty-one. Uh, a bit old, but obviously experience. Experience, exactly. Premiership experience, <laughs> international experience. <laughs> so, has been that good for Rovers? Any signing like ex international Damien Duff was. Nah, Andy Roberts I just spoke they said he was a waste of money very laboured didn't offer much because he was too old yeah not the speed anywhere near the speed he used to have and I remember seeing him against Bowles and he just lost the ball so many times he just couldn't keep up with it so with a Roberts like Ali Gilchrist obviously from St. Johnson again not somebody who I think has a great pedigree because he wasn't getting his game he was playing for Alloa and other teams in the lower he longed out to other teams in the lower ends of the Scottish League so I don't know if he's somebody who jumps straight into their first team. It's just somebody that maybe is there on the bench in case there's injuries and all that. So he's not. I don't see what Roberts at the moment. I mean, we talked about the, last, the previous episode as well. And again, they, I think they can struggle this year once again because I just don't see yeah. Roberts. The overall talent there. That yeah, and the last um, Simon Madden <clears throat> and Dion as well. The Pats. That was a strange one. Even Roberts, I was like, what's going on there? Because I don't, there's nobody in Roberts team that I see that could win a game Finn Ron Finn no I yeah. don't really think that mentality you need a player like who you could say yeah could win a game but I don't get that myself why you, Why? Why? Why do you think he will he's class why do you think he won't I just don't think he's enough of a consistency in a match I think he hasn't got the skill sets like I mean Coutinho and Liverpool could win a game as own. we talk about players like that come on look don't be comparing Coutinho <clears> to the league I know but, <laughs> but in general like, certain teams have players that can win games on their own but 
I just don't see that at all. Cool. I mean, speaking um, just from Coutinho, uh, Sligo Rovers have signed an ex Liverpool player um, named Adam Morgan. Uh, they didn't sign directly from Liverpool, they signed him from FC Halifax Town. Conference. Huh? It's the conference. It's, it's below League 2, isn't it? Yeah. Um, he fell out of sorts after leaving Liverpool. He played for a couple of non league teams, but um, obviously he must have something about him. young, is he? He's about 23 now. Oh, he grew up in the Liverpool ranks, but. Exactly. He might bring something now to the electricity after. Yeah, look, he could be quality. Look, he's trained with them for years. Exactly, you know. Mm. Even um, Limerick FC, I think, have made some interesting signings too. Billy Denny, yeah. Yeah, and uh, obviously Ben the Clark's a good goalkeeper. So I think they have enough now. He, he was signed for them last year. He's not new signed. Ben the Clark isn't at all. Last year, Billy Denny, yeah, we're good. Darren Denny, yeah. yeah. They both play for Pats. That's right, yeah. yeah. And did you know that uh, there's a New Zealand international play for Limerick? Henry Carmen has two caps for the New Zealand international team. But the other That's question... fact. But then, the other thing is, um, your man, other, I heard you pronounce this, Shirozi Ogbené, he's been tracked by Aston Villa and Chelsea, so what's going to happen with him? Like, that's another. How old is he? Oh, he's only really young. 18, 19. but he's another talent. But it's great to see Some that. Fact. Who's he playing with? Courtney? Limerick. Limerick. Not, everyone's right. going abroad. Yeah. I think that some people are still up and stay at home. There'll be more of that continues. But the FBI needs to show more support behind them, but there. That's, that's, a, that's a big different podcast by itself. I mean, again, Paul's come back to them. Jesus. I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned about Paul's, I'm concerned about them. I know you're concerned about them. It's a fan. They're in love. I want to talk about Pat's for a bit. Going to Pat's signs. Yeah, so what do you got? Mick Leahy. is it? Leahy, yeah. Mick Leahy off, uh, off Sligo Rovers, um, he's a centre-back, that's mm-hmm. their seventh signing in the off-season with Kevin Towner, Thomas Bourne, Dean Clark, Ryan Brennan, Simon Madden and James Downer. So obviously they'll do well this season, I'd say. They're going for a title push. David, it's Europe probably, maybe not a title push, but they should. Do get Europeans for it too. Obviously, after last season. Yeah, bit of a disaster. But they did turn it around towards the end of it. Did they? Mm. I know it survived. So. Finished eighth. So. Oh, did they? Yeah. Uh, that's the bottom two gets relegated in the league one. Just a playoff. Yeah, the, the bottom. I think the bottom team gets relegated, and then the second from bottom uh, play against the third from bottom. No, they play against them. Um, I think the second, second or third from the league below. Moving on to Ireland um, as a nation. Uh, Martin O'Neill, should he have stayed? Should he, should he go? Stoke. He's not going to get Stoke, obviously, because Paul Lambert got Stoke. Mm. So I think he should. I think he should leave as manager. I don't really think he has that to offer anymore because of the way he like stuttered with his contract as well. No, not just that. It's just I think he's just he's offered all he can to Ireland, mm. and um, there's not much more he can do. Like he's holding on to old players, and he's not really bringing in any younger players that are good like so yeah like there should have been players who were playing every game yeah. last season like uh, like Horgan did, did, did he get one game he couldn't play for a friendly against Iceland for a, played the second half useless Shawnee McGuire got on that game as well oh yeah, yeah. I mean well, there was talk there one of the first things concerned him was that I heard on the radio one of the commentators saying that he wants to have Shea Gibbons what he's doing training what's the tactics and he goes I actually don't know 
We just there's no need for the forums that show up and like whatever. Yeah, because O'Neill apparently had interviews at Everton Stoke. That's like a bloke having two one night stands with his girlfriend. The commitment's not there. <laughs> you know, it's sorry, but that's it. You're just ruined their chances. And I just don't think no. I just I, you have the concerns over that because when is he going to do we need continuity there? The players need to know this is the manager for the next while because during the middle of a campaign you, you sack somebody's gonna be just now. And apparently the new deal that he's been offered, um this is according to the independent, um it allows him to talk to other clubs. Both relationships and ever so, thing. Like that's a joke. And then according to the Irish Times, Delaney is saying that he's fully committed to the job, but obviously not if he's allowed to talk to other clubs like they should just live. Like how can we follow Ireland in like a like a European qualifier campaign at all? If we can't even trust the manager to be hundred percent committed to the team, mm. like he like he could be like purposely not training the squad, just so we can get out early. Like, yeah. Do yeah. you think the day if ever does come for Martin O'Neill to leave Ireland, do you think his coaching staff like the likes of Roy Kane will go with him? Yeah, or? I'd say Kane will go with him. I think Kane's gonna go before Martin O'Neill leaves. But yeah, probably. Is it you to stop you go somewhere? But would you think <sighs> you need to get over it? No, <laughs> you, you need to leave that. Going to Judas, I was a Judas. Good in the past. Yeah, but would you think he'd be more devoted for Ireland and maybe even take the reins himself, or even Kane? yeah, rather than going him? He's not a good manager. Yeah, I was about to say that. Like he did terrible when he was with Villa. Sunderland, Ipswich. Was it Villa? Yeah, he was with Villa for a All right then, maybe even stay in the role he has now, and God. when the next coach comes, the next manager, he'll be the assistant then. Who do you think then could take on the role if you know, down the line Martin O'Neill did go? I mean, Stephen Kenny is somebody who's been touted. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't think he'd have. I don't think he'd be as respected as he sh- as he should be in the job by the players, because mm. obviously it's it's League of Ireland, like it's not. But at the end of the day, I think if you're genuine, you have it, and you want to, you're proud to wear the short. That the, well, that wouldn't matter to you, and if people don't respect the manager. Regardless, and they're willing to put that over at national concern. Oh, that happens in, in all, well, all teams. Like. Yeah, but it's unfortunate. But then again, you know, if you're if you're if you're proud to pay for a country, then that shouldn't come into it. That's what I'm saying. But it's unfortunate. It's not good. So, anyways, another thing. I read. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> We're not done, Hefo. This is serious. Thing we yeah. have to talk about. Can now. There was a uh, rumors about Mick McCarthy as well. I know there's a. Um, was that Abbottstown? Yeah, that he was in Abbottstown talking to FAI officials. Getting the job. I don't know how true that is. So I was talking to my granddad about it, who's a FAI referee, he was at one stage or something like that. All right, okay, yeah, yeah. He, and he was just saying that um, Nick McCarthy could have just been there for like coaching or something like that to do a coaching, like getting his medals or whatever, like more medals than he already has. But, um, it's badges, yeah, like more badges, yeah, medals. <laughs> would, yeah, yeah. would you like to see him do? Yeah. I love Nick McCarthy. Do you ever see the videos, like the memes of him? Like, like smiling at the camera and mm. I think he's alright, like I thought he'd done. It's better than yeah. Yeah, but I think that's better out there that we could go after. It's like at the same time, isn't it like uh, like the David Moyes and like the Alapardew and the Sam Allardyce, like we were talking about in the last episode. It's not as bad as them, but you're right, yeah. He's kind of that kind of group. He is a bit of a journey, man. Let's talk about Chris Hilton. The Ireland? Yeah. You know he's an Irish international, yeah, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. But he's not um, anymore. No, he was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh do you don't think he's going to let you leave Brighton now because they're down so well yeah so maybe we'll see something weird like the way um, the Wales gig with Ryan Giggs former yeah. player out of nowhere I didn't expect that at all 
I think he came on in the second half or something, we went to extra time, um, it was one all, but he pulled off so much, like, uh, right, so he pulled off Rabona, um, he nutmegged N'Golo Kante, mm. which is very, very hard. Oh, big time. Great player N'Golo Kante, and uh, he outpaced Pedro. What a beast. The, the winger. Uh, and he was very well known for his pace back in Pedro, his days with Barcelona. He's still known for his pace, he's just... People have been saying the West too old now, he's too he needs to retire now, it's brought people in this position. Has this now that's uh, has he what his doubters has he shown to his doubters, shut them up basically sure. by his performances of late. I completely disagree with that he's passed it. He's like the best player in that Irish squad by oh, far. Do you complain to his forties, I'd say. Oh yeah, easily. Like he's so, he's just not the quality he has, unbelievable. I always think back of the Euro 2016 campaign. The Ireland against Sweden. And not even just the that, he was just mm. immense. Was true, didn't he? That too, that assist to Brady. Oh, goosebumps. Like, they need, and how many times would you be watching Ireland play and you'd be thinking, when's he going to make a change? Yeah, to bring him away. Preferably yeah. him. When's he going to bring him on? Yeah. It's like even Dunphy used to be like, the man like that, like, um, the, the talk to Dunphy or Stephen Alka, whatever his name is, your man, who just the, the ever seen, and he goes, What do you think of the team? He goes, There's no way to do Come on, like, and he's got a man over that thing. Well, anyway, and he'd be raging. Every chance he gets, he brings up West Hill. He's Dunphy's goal. He's like, You're putting James McCarthy in, but you're not playing West Hill. What planet is Michael O'Neill on? Back on the Right, no, yeah, Back when Trapatoni was even in charge and he was refusing to play him, don't feel was on that. On, the, on his case. Yeah. He wrote himself. Yeah. Uh, moving on, um, Jack Bourne, he got a cr- contract extension. With, um, he got a full, he was on loan to Oldham and he signed their permanent, you know, mm. two and a half year deal. That's a good move for him. Yeah, it's a great move for him. Um, he has seven goals and five assists in 25 games this season. That's really solid. Where does he play? Santa Mid. Santa Mid. He can kind of play the number six and number ten role though. But one thing that I've noticed about him the past two or three years, he's kind of gone from club to club. So I think he's finally found his feet where he is now. Yeah. A couple of years ago, he was on loan to. Um, Can't Campbell. Yeah. And, and I remember one distinct performance against PSV. And he was brilliant. He scored a goal, and I personally thought that went once he went back to Manchester City, who he was on loan from, that he could probably get a look that in. That was the season that Pep took over, wasn't it? Yeah, and when he came back, he then left to go to Blackburn, and then injuries came and took its toll, and then he went to Wigan, then and now 
It's kind of been like a bit of a demise for him, hasn't it? He's just gone down and down and down. Yeah, sure. He was training with the, the force team for Ireland like yeah. a few years ago, and then he just really hasn't been in the picture. So it's nice to see now that he's actually got a hole. Yeah, he's stable. Like. Yeah. Um, he's obviously doing well. He's the typical uh, Irish youth player you'd love to see get in on that Ireland team. Yeah. I think you were talking about him the last episode, weren't you? Yeah. Mm. And uh, what about Ryan Delaney signing for Rochdale? Yeah, um, there was talk from maybe going back to Cork after the successful on. Mm. They won the league, obviously, and the cup. Yeah. Um, but obviously, he wanted to go to Rochdale. I think I think it's a good move for him. Um, probably maybe a bit higher quality than the league of Ireland. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, yeah, hopefully he does well there, finds his feet. Um, and then he pushes on with the Ireland in the 21s and maybe gets into the fourth team squad. That'd be nice. Um, and have you got anything to say about John Walters and his eight week injury hopefully he recuperates quick get well soon John yeah we're lucky that it's not qualifier it's only friendly matches because otherwise we're in trouble yeah. because when you look at it right someone whips in across when Walters is not there it just goes over to the fence and then the winger gets it or goes out for throwing whereas if Walters being there it's good because you have that position where yes you have someone in the box who's able to Reach up and, and many times the Ireland score goals because he's crosses come in, he's knocked it down yeah. and he's able to then pass it on and create the move. I mean, the pity we, we need to obviously cultivate more players like that and we need to start getting younger players into the setup who are similar to that because we don't have Because I remember even Kevin Doyle, no fair enough, he was a good baller per se on the ground, but I used to be so screaming at the television because we whipping their crosses. And lit the guy couldn't do it. Ah, he did fairly well. He did, but he did fairly well. I feel like he retired because of how. He did, yeah, but, him, yeah, he well, but the problem was he, he, he wasn't the right height. And the defenders, the defenders were off. Yeah. Yeah, they'd be winning the ball off him because they just were higher and they had a better advantage. And I think, why you keep doing that? Because you think that after. That's one thing with O'Neill again. That you know, if a tactic's not working, you should have the flair of fluidity. It should have the fluidity. Awesome. Change it change it like during the game right and that's a difficulty too that you know you need to if it's something's not working then do try something else and you don't see that and that's why you have these things where we're lucky to go away and Moldova basically win one in because you get a penalty or something mm. and it's that's another concern yeah so it is a pretty bad injury because eight weeks and it's, it's a knee operation and he's 34 the small cartilage trim oh when did he when about did he sustain that um, I'm not sure but he got the the operation was yesterday, I think. Yeah. The day before yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's eight weeks from now. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, it gets better. Yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't make it worse. Hopefully, not. Because, like, this could be like, this could be career ending like, yeah. if it's not dealt with. It's because you like, usually. Yeah, the age is definitely a huge factor, yeah. Right, moving on to the English Premier League. Um, we're just going to talk about many of the transfers. The most recent one is uh, Walcott to Everton. Uh, was it a £20 million deal? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was. Because I remember recalling the Ross Barkley deal, and I compared it to and I couldn't believe it, yeah. Mm. £20 million, yeah. Do you think it's a good deal? It's a good deal for Everton, but um, maybe the price tag is a bit much, just because... You have to, yeah, you have to take consideration of his yeah, past. Yeah, £20 million, yeah. yeah. Well, is that, like, such a bad deal, considering like, how wild the transfer market is nowadays? Yeah, well, nowadays, yeah. Seems like a bargain. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's only 28 as well. Yeah. So he says probably five or six years left in him, maybe more. 
I think it's great deal. Like he has, um, like when you think about him playing for Arsenal, like he barely actually starts and really gets a chance in the team. Yeah. And in three hundred ninety-seven games, he scored one hundred and eight goals. Yeah, he did make an impact when he did play. Yeah, yeah he really did. Like he's, I think he's been solid. I think he was. But his injuries are. Yeah. That's his problem with punctuating injuries. And that's, that's what I'm saying team. though, because regardless of his injuries, he still makes an impact. So that could be the right club he's going to be at now. It could be to make a mistake. Because look at last year, they, they loaned out Wilshire to Brian Bournemouth and he was brilliant. So I'm actually very surprised they let Walcott go because I just think they they need as much firepower as possible up front to rotation and all that. And I just don't think that... He's not really much of a goal scorer anymore. He was for a while. Though, he was just... Walcott. Yeah, like last season he scored 19 goals. But I still think he's still a bit of an, he's still he's an asset to the team. So I, I, if I was an Arsenal fan, I'd be pissed off. Do you, that, do you remember that season was, he, he started playing up front for a while? Yeah, yeah. He was deadly. He was right against Rio. And he scored, remember, he scored, he scored twice against Croatia for England at one stage as well, which is quite interesting. But I just think that, yeah, it's a loss for Arsenal. I mean, okay, fair enough. I'm going to understand maybe selling them in the summer if they got someone else to replace him. Yeah. But they haven't. And I was just curious yeah. why he's now gone. Well, they're looking at getting Aubameyang and... Uh, some Brazilian fellow. I just, uh, still, I just don't get it. Because to me, you do you sell someone like that after you bought the player you're going to buy. You don't sell the player weaken the team without any guarantee that you know what I mean. You will have people to cover that position. Bamian seems more of a replacement for Sanchez. Yeah. If Sanchez does. goes um, for Walcott, like, Mkhitaryan maybe for Walcott. Yeah, but well, what oh, I was going to say, Walcott was always a substitute for the starting winger but like I think Aubameyang and Mkhitaryan are going to be replacing Sanchez the two of them yeah. together um, but like I'm not too sure about the Aubameyang deal because how many seasons has he been linked away like every single that? season since yeah. he joined yeah and it's always been, been with the likes of Arsenal or Real Madrid. Yeah. He is gone this time because of off the field issues. Daryl had enough now because he's one of these players who's got seven trouble about five or six times caught yeah. with the club. Nice. Yeah, but the dressing room was at harmony. That's one thing Dortmund pride themselves on is having a good harmonious dressing room. And he's disrupting that and they want them out for that reason. That, that's the main concern for them. So at this time it seems genuinely that he will go. Um, just on the whole team with Mkhitaryan, uh, do you think that Arsenal's probably getting the better deal? From obviously Alexis Sanchez is a part of that deal, so um, do you think that Arsenal will benefit from the deal more than Man United? Um, I, I don't think so to be honest, because um, no. like it's like United are shipping out dead wood to Arsenal, because like he, he like I did, I did, I think he is being treated pretty poorly at United, but at the same time he hasn't been performing. And like he, he's never getting his game anyway, so like he, there's no point in him sitting on the bench taking in a, a wage every mm. single week. They might as well ship him out to Arsenal. Like just take all the United's dead wood anyway. They had a, I ten, them. They had a tendency <laughs> now, haven't they, to do that? Yeah, for like to buy past couple of years. Yeah, like United bought Robin Van Persie off them. They bought Welbeck. Yeah. But just on that, dead <laughs> uh, that. Dead wood and that who they are not getting their game like the looks of Schwan so oh, yeah. he wasn't getting his game Morgan Schneider yeah. um I wouldn't say Dean Maria he just he just fell out of sorts because of yeah. his family issues at home yeah but uh, 
Yeah, that's an interesting about the guitar. Because I saw him against uh, Bristol City in the League Cup semi-final and he was invisible. Yeah. By Mick McCarran. He played and he just wasn't up to it. Like the amount of times again, he just didn't. You think he would against a, like a championship team? Yeah, but I think it's but the amount of times he had the ball was taken off. Like yeah, just, the ball the ball. It's, it's weird because like, yeah. I remember uh, when Liverpool played Dortmund at Anfield right. at, at the Europa League. He was unbelievable. He assisted like two of the goals that they scored. But at the same time, like he's not even given a chance to get his form back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, I reckon that'll happen he'll go to Arsenal and um, he'll, he'll yeah, probably my thoughts too especially it's Carl Hattrick yeah. in United or something <laughs> <laughs> watch there's another concern with that too the worry I think about Mourinho is like, I concerned about managers that bear a grudge against the player or form a personal opinion and they won't pay them no matter what like yeah. Matthew well, kind of like Matthew when he was with Chelsea yeah. and then, yeah. I can see it kind of coming back in now with United as well yeah. Yeah. he just yeah. doesn't like it'd be that last thing but at the end of the day you should play your best players and if you're on the training pitch a player is playing the best in that position and is in yeah, form. If the manager playing. doesn't like them, he's not going to play them. Yeah, but that's, that's a concern, That's a concern. That's what I'm saying. It's a concern when managers do that. And it's, uh, yeah, that's something that, unfortunately, can happen. And it's not a good thing for if you're a fan of a club, you want the best team to be at the form side, to be out on the pitch. Yeah. And you don't like people taking grudges and things like that. And that's a concern with Mourinho. Just again with the, um, the Arsenal-Sanchez thing, they're in, in for a... Uh, a Brazilian winger called Malcolm. Uh, he's plays for Bordeaux. Mm. Oh, he's, he's only twenty. Oh, he's only a chump player. Yeah. Apparently, he's got a lot of potential. Kind of like Martial coming from. I'd say so. I, have, I haven't seen him play now, but it's been, I've I've um, known him for a while now because FIFA. No, but because <laughs> most summers he's been linked with PSG. Yeah. So, it would be a great move for them if they got him. Yeah, I'm saying his full name here. It is deadly. Come on. Malcolm Felipe Silva de, de Oliveira. Damn. Very good. Excellent. That's so tell me, Shelly boy, you're a Liverpool fan, and of course Coutinho. You know, are they, how, how will Liverpool cope? Some say they limp on without him, or do you think that now that they're strong enough, that still, I mean, you'd be missed, but not as much. Um, I'm kind of in the middle of it. I think that will cope, but it might be early days to be saying that. Obviously, that City win, most Liverpool fans have been saying that, uh, that's a prime example of us. We're going to be doing well with them. But I don't know, it's, it's still early days. Um, will they get someone to replace them or not? I'm not sure. Will they play a completely different system? That still is remain to see. But They've been linked to all sorts, um, Lamar, Mares in replacement for Coutinho, but you can't replace him at the end of the day. Like He was one of the best players to be playing in the Premier League. Mm. Uh, Do you think if they lose Chan as well, the midfield will be a bit Then it will definitely suffer. Um, looking like they were losing him now. Yeah, on a pre-agreement. Yeah, yeah, again, you read this, uh, I meant to be in there. So. Yeah. I feel like Liverpool are going to go straight down in there, because um, I've seen the stat. It was around Christmas Day, and it was that um, since Klopp, Klopp, Klopp took over, and Liverpool, uh, they've lost forty-three points in the league from winning positions, which is the most of any team in Europe. So wow. like, like that's wicked team you there. Well. That's what all like Salah and all at well, that stage. I think, in fairness, that could be down to defence as well. Field. but I don't know. Uh, keep that stat there because you might have to use that again. You have to bring in the version of Van Dijk, so. 
if that league. hasn't improved, then it's yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's interesting with Mares as well as that Leicester said, no, we're not selling anyone in the window. Yeah, we're not sending anyone in the window. But they never said, oh, he's not sending a full stop. Sorry, saying that you know it could be uh, in the summertime that they may well be sold. The language from Leicester was interesting in that respect. Yeah. They didn't say, oh, he's not for sale, full stop. They said, no, no one's going in the window. We tend to keep our team as stands. So that'll be an interesting uh, thing to to, to watch. And then Rick Coutinho going to uh, Barcelona just before he went. Um, the coach at Barcelona. Uh, I'm probably going to butcher his name, but I don't care. <laughs> Uh, Ernesto Valverde. Uh, he said that he 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 um he rates Coutinho, but he prefers his own players. He said that he literally said that Coutinho was a player for another team. Um, but he did say he's a great player. Hmm. So, do you think? Um, well, I think personally that he's gonna be next in line after Iniesta, and that's why. He's yeah. Because Coutinho's that type of player who can play in many positions in yeah. midfield and up front, so I don't know what he's talking about, but I think they... Yeah, he doesn't know what, he's only coach of Barcelona. Like. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think he's wrong about that, I think they have a great player. Yeah, I do, I agree with Jezza. But 100, what was it, 140 million, was it? He's going to be a great player. 142. And then, obviously, earlier on in the summer, they signed Dembele for 97 million. Yeah. So... Well, that's splashing the cash. They might as well with that name out there. True, what you do. Will the the fans at Chelsea be robot dancing? I mean, I can't believe yeah. when I heard that this morning. I was saying crouch. I was like, what the hell? Like I was like, no. I was really tall, Mister Trump. There's your fake news. <laughs> but apparently, this story's grown legs, and I'm just scratching my head, going, what's going on here? Yeah, is this you know, Rambridge having another magic? Let's yeah. watch this deal. Like, there's no way Peter Crouch is going to be playing at Stamford Bridge. There's but no yeah. way he's going to play in a Stamford Bridge. Or Andy Carroll. Uh, <laughs> you know or Andy Carroll. They're the same player. <laughs> we know what Rambich is like. Just got these mad ones. His sister just signs his parents on that player. I think Andy Carroll isn't a bad player. He's not a good player, but he's okay. Alright, Liverpool. I, I think he's okay. <laughs> You're just still bored over Liverpool spending 50 million on only getting what do you get? 25 million pounds are spent on him. You only sold him for 15 I thought he was shy at Liverpool, but I thought he, do, he isn't bad at West Ham. Yeah. I, I think he's. He went to, I haven't seen him play for him. He was good for Newcastle as well. He was good for Newcastle, <coughs> really. He was good for Newcastle. Yeah. He was like last decade. Or something. <laughs> he's in the 2000s. He's not that old. He's 28, 29. Same as Walker, and who else were we saying is that age as well? But the thing with them, this whole crowd thing, the big thing for me is. Look at all the young players of talent that Chelsea have blown down to yeah. all these clubs across Europe. Give me, and they're man, not giving them a chance. Yeah, man, Kennedy, they have him there, they don't really play him. Yeah. He's deadly. They're not giving them a chance. They're trying to sign Crouch. Take back some of your long players, the young players, 21, 22, who were shown in the Netherlands, shown it in What's Germany. Like Get them back in. Tommy Abraham. Yeah, he's with Swansea. He's dead. Yeah, yeah. He should be Get, they, they, had, a chance. they had that guy, Dominic Slanke, but. And he, they really admired him, but he actually wanted to move. He let his contract run out. Do you remember when Patrick Bamford? Yeah. Had him as well. I think they let him go apparently, didn't he? Mm. To Middlesbrough. Um, so they, all, they have a lot of good players that just don't play them. Just bring it back to that Andy Carroll thing real quick. You said that, Luke, you said we're to Tio Walker. His age. Oh, his age, yeah. yeah. Um, so they've both been playing in the Premier League since 2006. And uh, as I said, Walker has 108 goals. 
as like a winger. Yeah, like I said though at the beginning, well, like Andy Carroll's okay. And but Andy Carroll has okay. scored 77 goals yeah. as a striker. Since 2006? Yeah. That's not crazy. That's not. In but, 12 yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> Top class? What's that through? Bottom of the class more like Less than 10 goals a season. Like, Way less than 10 <laughs> goals a season. Club though that he's with now, West Ham, and especially under that manager, I think, like even David Moyes said that he hasn't been in contact with Chelsea over a potential deal, and I think where Andy Carroll is right now, he's at the right club and the right manager, and I'll bring it back to when I said he wasn't a good player, because he isn't, he's an okay player, and he's at an okay club with an okay manager. What? But Alba had already scored last year. There you go. That was a cracker. Do you remember that? Mm. So he has a. That was one of his two goals that he scored last year. Seriously. <laughs> 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 he has suffered with injuries, though. He's been known to suffer with injuries, in fairness. So. I'm not saying he's a great player. I'm not even saying he's no. a good player. He's okay, like. He done well at Newcastle. Mm. And that was a bad Newcastle side. True, yeah. And. Like, he had an average like one every. Goal every three games. Yeah, like it wasn't bad, like pretty good record. Mm. So the at the time of that Newcastle team, there was no real wingers in the, in the t- or midfield of the team that could actually give the ball to him, and he had mm. to work off scraps. So that's why when you think of it that way, too, you look at the competition of the team back then, made it even more impressive. That again, where he had this rare thing that sadly a lot of strikers miss of being able to create create your own chances, because mm. many strikers you see out there, yeah, they've got thirty goals a season, but they're rely on being given the ball and they can't create the chance themselves but what about Barkley to Chelsea yeah, everything fans were many divided on that you know some were saying oh he's a money grab and Judas let him go <laughs> and others were like well he's a bit of talent well, you can see happy. why Everton's, Everton's fans would say that like, he's been with them for, since his childhood mm. and then to go like that but like I reckon he'll just drop down but Chelsea, like he, he probably won't play that much. Kind of like Danny Drinkwater. Like look at the quality that he was last yeah, year. Yeah, just very good. I never thought he was a great player. Obviously, I thought he was an hourly average player. Yeah, that's just my opinion. Like I thought he done good at Leicester. Obviously, particularly the year they won the league. But up until that point, no. But now that you mention him, Ross Barkley was meant to go for a move to Chelsea during the summer day yeah. and he actually made a medical and everything but you just returned it down didn't he you? left like the and then then Chelsea stepped in for drink water after, prior to yeah. halting with Barkley so maybe th- there is a bit about him so I don't know sorry so, so, so they after his medical and the was completely he didn't course. complete the medical it was, he just he just he just left that was the next stage he was meant to complete the medical but during that he left because they signed drink water no they signed drink water after all that commotion with Barkley but it's funny how the mayor of Liverpool put in a complaint with the cops saying oh there's something dodgy about this deal why is he now why didn't he sign the summer's held off for now and they're getting up for less money Chelsea are going to be the ones laughing like during the summer they were reported to be signing him for 25 million now they're after someone for £15 million. Pounds. Look at Sanchez, you know, as well, I suppose, yeah, that's, that's again. But, um, yeah, it'd be interesting that Barkley... Well, with Sanchez, his contract has gone out. Yeah, yeah. Ross Barkley's wasn't. That's such yeah. a steal, that Sanchez deal, actually, I got over. What a steal! Not as much as the Barkley one, though. 
The money's been paid, though, it's shocking again. That just sickens me to read all these stories of the amount of money they're getting. Unreal, and it just sickens me. So you don't think he's going to make no, a huge impact? I don't think he's going to do much. Barkley? Yeah. No, I don't think he's even going to get into the team. He'll probably no. just... He'll probably... He'll he go and he'll end up going out on loan or he'll end up... No, he that, will get the goal because of... And the reason being is there's rules and regulation there regarding homegrown players and Champions League squads. Yeah. That's him. why he yeah. was signed because right. somebody had... Ha, I he's half decent, he's be fantastic, but you stick him in there, you meet the requirements, and it means then, yeah, you're playing against some lesser teams in your Champions League group, you can rest some of your other players for Saturday, because yeah. he's homegrown, yeah, he had a fistful criteria, and it gets them out of a, out of a hole, because you have to automatically have a certain number of players in mm. that position, that's why he was sold, because if someone else of similar quality and vintage was German or something, he wouldn't have been signed by Chelsea, but it's for that part of the reason too, to, that they can tick that box, well, yeah, probably just, I'd say he'd be there for maybe three, four seasons and then yeah. he'd just drop down to a lot. It's hard to ever say I'm staying with Everton forever, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. But I think he'll go back to a team like that. Yeah, it'd be kind of like Rayoni, won't it? Like, yeah. do I eventually he will go yeah. back? But I don't think he won't stay at Chelsea. No, 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 I wouldn't say. Who would you say he'd go with, though? Another Premier League. Yeah, maybe some, someone like Everton. Southampton. Southampton, yeah. He's only signed for it, so it's. Very very early in the list. Um, Man City, have they basically got the league wrapped up already, or is there a chance that they could? Whereas could someone catch them? Well, it's hard to say, isn't it? Twelve points ahead of United. In the um, a few seasons ago, when City won the league for the first time, the, the whole like we're out thing. That season, thanks. That season, there was um, twelve points between United and City. Was and then we went 12 points ahead of them and then they caught back up and won a goal difference the last day of the season. So that was like... Huh? I don't know, yeah. Stop Stop stuff. That was a two... Uh, that was a great season. Uh, yeah. That was what two different sides though. Fair enough, yeah. Like, the calibre that City have now, not just the manager, the players they have as well. I don't know. So as you know, we're going to have time those out, aren't they? They weren't bad, but like, I think they, I think the City team that's... That they're better than the United team that was back then. And they're better than the City team that was back then right, as well. The depth is unbelievable. Even if you, if you look back at that Liverpool game back at Anfield against City, they were clawing back. If there was another five minutes, that's all they would have needed. They would have equalised. They can just turn it on. Like, they can't. Out of nowhere, they can just turn it on. 4-3 that game ended. It was such a good game of football. And the money that they, they spent on the defence like, was unreal. Yeah. Unreal, like they spent on their defense more than a lot of other teams. You know, you even see, you even take the, the bottom five teams at the moment, right, in the league, they probably spent more on the defense than they in total have spent on players. You know what I mean? It's savage money. Yeah, yeah, it's savage money that's it. And the fact there, which also says it to me, is that company he's injured so what? Whereas two years ago, company yeah, got injured. Yeah. It was like, oh god, no, not again. It was, it was panic stations. They were like, send them off to America, which doctor can get them healed the quickest. They now knew. it's like, so what? They need to assess that, didn't they? Because they were relying on him too much. And he was injury prone, but that's now that he gets injured. That's what they were saying there. I think it was the Guardian. They were mentioning that. Well, look, it's interesting now that when he gets injured, they're like, big deal. You don't need him, yeah. Yeah. Even whereas back John then, Stones looks like he's starting to find his feet. Yeah, because mm. I remember he was critiqued very heavily because because he couldn't defend. But like <laughs> that was his fourth season at the club, and he was getting a lot of stick. But he was always a good player. Yeah. He was brilliant. Oh, he was a good footballer. He's just 
I'm not a big defender. I I think he just like he was very nervous when he joined City as well. Like, yeah. He needed to find his feet at that club. Like it is one of the biggest clubs mm. in Europe, obviously mm. at the minute. So like going from Everton, yeah. Everton to City is such a big jump. Yeah, and I think also the thing as well you have to remember: no matter how good a defender you are, you have to have it played for a while with your other defenders with your new team. You have to get a certain kinetic. Uh, feeling there with them uh, how they play even the midfielders that you know you've got the ball you know where they're the, so that that midfielder knows where you're going to pass you mm-hmm. kick the ball down field mm-hmm. keeper as well yeah but he but he knows the, the midfielder where that ball's going to land and that takes time well like, how good a defender doing the basics that you are like Van Dijk at Liverpool at the moment you know he'll take a little while mm-hmm. he got injured recently because again they were saying they could still train that's, that's, that's centre half as well I wanted to say uh, off Chelsea Christensen yeah he's good oh, yeah. I think yeah he's Conte on. speaking how are you he played uh, remember Ireland played Denmark he played right yeah. back or was it left back he played he, he played full back anyway he was deadly but I used to think for ages like he was out on loan for a month and glad back for a long time and I was wondering like if he was even ever going to return to Chelsea yeah. so that kind of goes back to what Sean was saying about the players that they have out on loan mm. so it's not just strikers so I had the first of all, yeah. I mean, it's the whole team, yeah. Conte obviously realised and brought him back. Like, yeah, they still yeah. have sent a half star out there, Kurt Sillman, but that's out on loan to Stoke. Oh, yeah, he was great. Yeah, I, don't got got huh? I don't know why he got rid of him. I don't know why he got rid of him. He's only on loan. I know, but he shouldn't have sent him. Although he hasn't really got a look in a Stoke at all this season. He like, kind of right? He wasn't great. He's, he's very injury prone. He is. He's in my fancy team, where I think he's got me like one point all season. Oh, he saw there was an article, I think, about Chelsea. Two, three months ago I think in World Soccer and it was something like 41 players are loaned out to other clubs from Chelsea yeah. 41 I mean that's just mental so do you actually think City will be Carlo? no no yeah I don't really think they will why no? United you know United have the, the talent there like I think we do like when you think of Chris was it Alan Hansen saying you can't blame the kids I don't even think he's can uh Stay ahead of Liverpool at this rate, but as I said, 42 points have lost from winning positions. I'm a biased, I'm a biased. No, I can't see so. I think just the defence, the you spent the defence, savage, and it's going to pay dividends at the end of the season. They're just sorry, they have the players to grind out results, and I think Liverpool will take second place. I think maybe I'm I'm a bit on defence whether they will be caught or not. I'm trying to think they won't be, but with the result against Liverpool. Uh, they, they, they can be but yeah. the next fixtures are good like I mean they're saying, like, if you look at the next five or six games it's against teams that are easily beatable like it's going to be another you know, six seven games before they play like a top six side mm. but to them every team is easily beatable yeah. but, I that's mean, how strong they are yeah but they're playing they're five games it's literally from the games front. like the Stokes and the Bournemouth and then they're going then to play Chelsea so there you expect with the next five games you would expect them to take 15 points what were you saying now? I think that they're just so strong from the front midfield and right down to the defence and keeper yeah. and like to go however many games they went they, they drew on the first, seed, the first game of the season against Everton and then didn't lose until they lost to Liverpool yeah like you know, that's ah. just especially in today's Premier League like any team can win the Premier League and that's just shows him strong there he, he really is showing his stuff now isn't he maybe, maybe, maybe not Swansea Swansea could win because <laughs> <laughs> Swansea need to go down they need to go down I don't know, I think the South Wales police would be praying that they don't. Because <laughs> them and Cardiff, my God, yeah. 
they have to play sports in England have to be they're either grounds when they play you know what do you think Harry Kane he scored the most goals in the calendar year last year yeah uh, really an achievement obviously so passing uh, Alan Shearer 39 goals yeah um, Which get, you got more than score more goals than Messi and Ronaldo as well in Europe yeah mm. so do Spurs deserve him I think if uh, clubs were looking at them stats, then I don't know how there isn't uh, a lot of attention on. Spurs was not bit in January. Yes, sir. Like in the last four seasons, he scored over twenty goals already so far the season as well. Maybe he's just too happy there, you know. True. No, I think that you see with the UEFA regulation now, though, within a certain season, you can only spend a certain amount of money. I'd well believe the rumours that Real Madrid basically have a blank check and just sell to sports. Sign whatever you want in there. We want them. Yeah. Do you think that would uh, go past the Coutinho record or even the Neymar? I couldn't tell you, but there's also, I mean, there's talk even to the Barcelona could be interested in him and the, the talk, rumour doing the rounds is Sanchez could be gone, Suarez, sorry, could be gone to Man City from Barcelona. They'll get Harry Kane in. Now that's just a very wise rumour, but it's tasty when I like to believe it's true. You'd be like the next Gary Lineker. Yeah. Right, lads, uh, so what's your moment of the month? My moment of the month was um, that Corconian, Liverpool fan, and his uh, Mane Firmino and Salasan. Hmm. Oh, Give us a rendition. Re- ah, you should listen to that after the podcast. I'll be hearing me soon. Mine has to be, I thought Firmino's goal against City was great. Great determination. He had eyes for the ball. Stones a great defender, but he just said, he just brushed him aside and same with the keeper was left. And it was amazing. Like, you're watching the ball just bobbing along and you're like, you know, all the other fans just watch it. I say it's like it's one of those moments where the few seconds sound like an eternity yeah. and you're one at the last minute, it just gets a bobble, hits a bobble and goes in. But it was just, I loved it because he just says, right, I'm getting that ball. Screw you, Stones. Uh, my moment of the month is Wes Hulahan's performance against Chelsea um, obviously pulling off the Rabona nutmegging Kante and outpacing Pedro it's just showing that he's still young at heart and he still has the quality and to perform for Ireland so. my moment of the month is um, Lingard's form uh, he's played 70 games for United and he's only he scored 12 goals and uh, that's in like total with Manchester United and 7 of those goals have came this season Um I think he has four four assists this season as well. So like, and that's in mostly in like the last like twelve games or something like that he scored most of his goals and got most of the assists. So he's keeping Mata out of the team. He's keeping. He's the last player you would have taken to come out of a farm like that, yeah. isn't he? He's yeah. keeping the dream alive as well. If you like City. Exactly. Yeah, he's charging the forward. So that ends our second podcast of Goldmouth, and um, thank you for persevering and listening to us and. We look forward to your company in the next months and, and years ahead as we continue to wax lyrical about the latest movers and shakers in Irish and British football. <laughs> wax lyrical. Money, money. What Porto Formino? And we so Coutinho. But that don't matter at all, actually, because we've got Salah. Aha, mane, mane, do 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 And Bobby Formino. 
for we so cool teeny oh